I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. I've met a lot, and I mean a lot, of athletes and became friendly with a lot of them since their playing days are over. And I think none more than this guy. We've had some very serious conversations together uh, since he's retired. I think you folks know that uh, he and I, uh, the same demons, the same demons, but he is a wonderful guy. And for at least a couple of years there was as good as any pitcher I've ever seen in the history of Major League Baseball. All those great years between 84 and 94 with the Mets, and then those uh, great years with the Yanks winning a World Series with the Yankees when they beat the Braves in 96, and on the 2000 team that beat the Mets as well. Here he is, all-time great Dwight Gooden, making his return to the Bernie and Sid Show. Good morning, Dwight. Good morning, my friend. Thank you for the kind words. You know, I love you, and uh, we've been friends for so long, brother. And um, thanks for having me. I'm glad you're doing well. The show's doing unbelievable. Oh, thank you, Todd. I'm glad uh, you're back, and I do love you, too. And you're right, the show is doing unbelievable, and friends like you certainly uh, make it easy. Dwight, opening day, you started, I think, uh, eight or nine times, dating all the way back to 1985, that magical season, on opening day. Uh, the last time you had an opening day start was probably almost 25 years ago, maybe 30. Do you still well, have that feeling on opening day, like, oh, my God, here we go again? Oh, no doubt about it. I'm still a huge fan. I'm still a fan of the Mets and the Yankees, but I'm a man at heart. Um, opening day is always special to me, and, you know, everything is robbed evolved around opening day so like today you know last night i picked up my burgers and everything to go on the grill <laughs> so my attention was i was thinking the yankees gonna be at one o'clock the um mess gonna be at four o'clock so i have my schedule set and then it changed the yankee game got postponed and the mess got pushed to seven but it doesn't change anything it's giving me more time to do you know my errands during the day so i definitely been in front of the tv probably six o'clock watching the post game stuff and getting ready for the for the start of the season. And I'll watch the other games, too. Like, I'll watch the Cubs today, see what they're doing. I'm, I'm a Cubs fan. Don't ask me how. Something that I love the Cubs. I think it's more the fans. But I'm definitely a New York fan, and I, I can't wait for opening day to get started. I'm glad they got the lockout and everything behind us. The fans mm-hmm. didn't deserve that. So I'm just ready for the start of the season. It is a very, very exciting day. More time to anticipate the uh, Mets uh, home opener. or Not home opener, away opener today. Uh, listen, it's Dwight Gooden on the Bernie and Sid Show. Dwight, this is Bernie here. And I, w- yeah. I would ask you this. We spoke to Daryl Strawberry once, and he said his relationship with the Mets, not so good with the Yankees, great. Well, what is the status of your relationship with the Mets uh, versus the Yankees? And do you think it might change with, uh, you know, the addition of, well, the ownership of Steve Cohen? That's a great question. I like, I like, I like, I like to say change. I actually had a – Great conversation with Daryl a couple of weeks ago. He came to my house and we talked for about four hours, just reminiscing and you know just you know just enjoying each other's company. And you know it's it's it's, it's unfortunately, but it's the same thing. My relationship with the Yankees has been better. Like I say, I'm always, I'm always going to be a Met. I'm a Met first. But when Mr. Steinberg was there, just the con- um the, the connection that we had with George and the relationship that me and Daryl had with George was just special. 
Um, not that the Mets, I feel old as anything, meaning like the Wilpons, but it's just a different atmosphere. Joyce treated us better on the family, treated your family good. Everything was great. I worked for Joyce for six years once I retired. Um, I did get to meet Mr. Corn at his house. He had a charity event and his wife. They're great people. And um, hopefully the relationship gets better for me and Daryl. I think we both belong in some facets, doing something just to help the organization in some way, you know, whether it's PR or whatever it is. I'm available for the Mets always. And I'm not looking for anything, you know, special, anything, handouts, anything like that. I would just like to get an interview just to <laughs> – Absolutely. You're an icon. Come on, man. You're revered by all New Yorkers, uh, Met and Yankees, and uh, they they should treat you much better, I think. You are beloved. I agree. And I I think with new ownership, they're they're great people. And I think things will change. And um, I have a lot of confidence in those guys. And like I said, I'm always with Met. I'll be there on the 15th for the opening day. I'm still a huge fan. And um, hopefully... We get to you know take part in. It. I think it's a lot of stuff that we can do to help the organization. I really do. You know, it's funny. You said uh, you're a Cubs fan too, Dwight. And uh, with all those magical years with the Mets and all those great opening day starts, the one uh, rough one. <laughs> oh, I know where you're going with that. I know where you're going. You knew I had to. I mean, yeah, like no one yeah. knew the day before, or the really now even who the hell Tuffy Rhodes was. But oh you... <laughs> my God! You know the thing that was crazy about that. So this guy comes up, like you say, nobody knew he was. He has three home runs off me opening day, right? <laughs> and what's funny is, like then, you can throw at guys, you can knock guys down. It's just part of the game. Not to hurt nobody, but just kind of play the intimidation game. So he hits the first home run. Okay, no big deal. He hits the second home run. So now, when he comes the third time, I'm thinking, I'm going to drill this guy. <laughs> but, but I didn't want to make it obvious. I was going to throw a curveball, try to bounce a curveball, and then hit him. I threw the curveball and I hung it and hit the third home run. I'm like, what the hell oh is going my. on here? So you were trying then, to hit him? You were trying to hit yeah, him with the pitch well, and he had a home run? No, 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 no. The first pitch, I didn't want to make it look obvious, so I was trying to bounce a curveball. Oh. But I hung, I hung the curveball and hit the third home run. <laughs> but the thing that was amazing, he had three home runs off me opening day. We go back in August to Chicago. He's only got five home runs. So he only hit three home runs and two cents. And that was it. <laughs> So I'm like, go funny. figure, go figure. Oh, that is funny. Dwight Gooden on the Bernie and Sid Show. Uh, a baseball great, uh, Dwight Gooden, New York icon, as I mentioned before. Hey, Dwight, what do you think? Uh, a lot of rule changes uh, this year. The state of baseball in general, the, you know, the complaints, the game is too long, everything takes too long. What is your take on some of the rule changes? And, again, the, the overall, you know, state of baseball today. Yeah, they're doing a lot of stuff, and hopefully they don't change too much. I mean, it's a beautiful game. It's a great game. If some of the change, I think they're doing too much, especially, you know, now they're talking about bringing the electronic um, umpires in, or robotic umpires in. Hopefully they don't go that far. I understand with the clock trying to speed the game up, but then you have where you can challenge the play. So that slows the game back down, so it's kind of contradicting themselves. I think just lead the game kind of where it is now. Even going to the University of DH, I understand that, even though I love to hit. I didn't, I didn't like that because I think – that's what separated Merkley from nationally. Now it's basically the same thing. Um, it just takes the strategy away. And now, like, the same thing with the pitchers. When you bring a reliever in, you got to face three batters. It takes the strategy away from the, from the managers. Um, now with the lineups, with the DH, I don't think you worry about pitching changes. But everything's changing. Hopefully they don't do too much more. Right. Like I said, it's a beautiful game, but they're doing way too much, I, I believe. I agree and with that. Back to the pitchers, it's more – not league changes, but yep. more organization changes where they're not letting these pitches go more than 100 pitches or based on lineup, you know, third time around. Get back to If these guys are pitching well, let them pitch because a lot of guys are not throwing that much, but you're getting more injuries. So let's get back to just the basic stuff.
Couldn't agree more. Now, look, when you look at the great years the Mets have had, I think you and Seaver are the two best Mets pitchers ever, Dwight. And you go back, you had Seaver, Matt Lack, Kuzman. You had you, Ron Darling, and Bobby Ojeda. Uh, the year you had Hampton and Leiter. But I think you'd agree with this, even though, again, I think you and Seaver are right there. This one-two punch, if they're healthy, of DeGrom and Scherzer may be oh, the best one-two in the history of the team. But these guys oh, got to be healthy. How disappointed are you that Jacob DeGrom is out for two months? No, you're right. You got to be healthy. That's that's the thing. And like on paper, you're right. These two could be the best one-two punch, no doubt about it. But you got to be healthy. You got to go out there. And I feel bad for DeGrom. I know him personally, and I was one of the guys when they signed Scherzer. I couldn't wait. I'm like, man, this could be a hell of a one-two punch. And I have kids. I used to live in Maryland, so I was scheduled to go down to D.C. and watch Game One and Two tonight and tomorrow. But now those guys are not pitching, it and no, um, no, no. Uh, what do you call it? No, no, this. Uh, no disrespect to the guys that are pitching now, but I wanted to see Scherzer and DeGrom. Right. DeGrom, I think, you know, I'm not bashing nobody. I'm not bashing pitching coaches or nobody, but I think with DeGrom, what's going on with him, I think I can help him with his pitching because I think just my personal opinion, I haven't talked to him, but I think he mics out every pitch. And as a pitcher, you can't mics out every pitch because this is what's going to happen. The shoulder can only take too much. But if you go on location, you're going to back off a little bit. And I think he's not really doing that, and I'm not taking shots again at nobody. I just think in that aspect, but I've been a pitcher, a power pitcher, I can help him with that. And that's what I mean by some of the veteran guys got to get us back out there to help these guys. Yeah, it's constructive criticism, tough love. No, what you're doing is great, fantastic. And uh, Steve Cohen, I hope you're listening to Dwight Gooden right now here on the Bernie and Sid Show. Hey, Dwight, let me ask you this question. Baseball can ill afford to lose any fans, viewers, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I understand tomorrow night's game is going to be on a streaming service which is going to make it difficult for people to find. you got to put in, even if you want to subscribe, even if you want to subscribe, you have to pay for it. You, the, the, uh, you know, the uh, passwords and all that stuff, it takes, it oh, takes a half hour. So my oh, question is this. Is that a bad idea to put it on a streaming service? Uh, you know, I, think from a business, I mean, from a business standpoint, and what all these guys are doing now, you know, everything is corporate. I get it. But fans like me and other guys that are old school, I have no idea what the hell that is. So I'll have my kids. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so my kids, this is why I depend on my kids to help me out and get the game program. So I'll have to get it set today so I'll be ready ready to go tomorrow. And it's just different now. It's a different era with all this technology and all these different things. So, again, from a business standpoint, I get it. But from just the average fans and the old school fans, they make it very difficult. This is yeah. a uh, new Met team besides uh, Scherzer coming here, Dwight Gooden. We know that they got Sterling Marte, generally considered one of the better outfielders in baseball over the last couple of years. You've got a big power bat in Escobar now with third base. They added Kana in the outfield as well. They added some decent relievers, including Adovino. So the Mets, uh, besides Scherzer, did a really good job of adding some offensive talent to a team. Guys like Peter Alonzo already there. Robbie Cano was back this year. So the expectations are offensively they'll score runs. Yet most people still think the Atlanta Braves are the class of the NL East and the Mets will come up short. What should be the realistic expectations, Dwight Gooden, from Met fans for this season as you play game number one tonight? Uh, you're right, and I understand. You know, the Braves still the team you got to knock off. I mean, they won the division what the last four or five years, and they're depending on World Series champs. And the Phillies, you got to watch out for the Phillies. The Phillies improved a lot as well. Yeah, they're good. Yep. The pitching got some hitters. Um, the Mets are right there. Only concern with the Mets is health. If the Mets are healthy, I put them against anybody. And you know, once you get in the postseason, anything can happen. And if we get the grown back, I know we've been saying it the last couple of years. And surely, pitch the way he can pitch, and these young guys step up, and uh, Kyle Walker bounce back. 
and Carrasco, you know, does his thing. I think the Mets will be okay. There's a lot of question marks with the Mets, but they're definitely heading in the right direction. Should be a fun, fun summer, and um, I'll take my chance with the Mets if they're healthy. Dwight Gooden on the Bernie and Sid Show, baseball great, New York icon, uh, American icon, I would say, Dwight Gooden. Dwight, a little slice of Dwight Gooden life. Today, you're cooking hamburgers. I mean, I like to, to hear that, that's the sound of that. But, yeah, but oh, yeah. uh, what is Dwight, Dwight Gooden? Other sports, for example, basketball. In New York, you had the Knicks, the Nets play last night. You have any, any I'm sure you do, have other interests in other sports. What, where do oh, they no. lie? Yeah, I love all New York sports, and I'm more, you know, obviously Mets, Yankees, Giants, Knicks, Nets, but the, but the Mets, Nets, I'm sorry, Mets, Knicks, and Giants are my main teams. Right. Then you get throwing the rest of the New York team. I support everybody. But the Knicks, Knicks have been terrible for a while. Last year, I think it was a fruit year they got to the playoff, but they got bounced out by the Hawks. And the Giants, I mean, oh, my God. Oh, God. I mean, in, in New York, <laughs> I always looked at, you know, New York is not a town where you rebuild. You got to just maintain so hopefully with the new front office and the new head coach, they get things turned around here. But it's been tough to watch. Um, my football season, basketball season ended like the second of the season. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hopefully get turned around because I like going to those games. I like going to the Garden. I like yeah. going to MetLife Stadium, watching these guys. I know a lot of these guys. So hopefully New York sports get back to where it be. It's been tough watching L.A. take over everything. Everything. Very tough, right? yeah. Family live out there, and they've been talking a lot of spikes. So yeah. To where they belong here in New York. I was just yeah. out there last week. The Rams won the Super Bowl. The Dodgers are the favorite to win the World Series. It was nice to see LeBron James and the Lakers not make the playoffs. But, you know, you and I are kind of different animals, Dwight Gooden, in that most people are Met and Jet fans, and me and you are, are Met and Giant fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, Met and Giant because, you know, what happened, like, in the 80s, Parcells had come to the stadium. He was good friends with David Johnson. Oh, and yeah. I became good friends with LT and, um, you know, all these guys, and we, we maintained friends. And that's how I became a Giant fan, you know, being from Tampa. And plus, in the 70s and 80s, the Buccaneers, my hometown team, was terrible. For the last couple of years, I mean, they've been right there as well. Yeah, they got they got some guy named Tom Brady. He's not bad. <laughs> Who's that now? Tom Brady. He's not bad. Oh, oh that guy. Uh, hey, listen, I, I will say this, Dwight, and uh, this is an inside look, and most people don't know you like I know you and Bernie, for that matter. And, yeah, great pitcher for the Mets. I mean, great, beyond great, great pitcher for the Yankees and, and all the things we just talked about, a, a brilliant baseball career, but – and I mean this, just, just one of the nicest and uh, giving and loyal people and a fighter. You know, you've been through a lot, and uh, you keep coming back. I love that. You could knock Dwight Gooden down. He's going to get right back up and uh, show everybody the winner that he really is. So for me, at least, uh, through our friendship over the years, you're a very inspirational guy above and beyond all those great outings on the mound at Shea Stadium. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hopping on today on opening day and continued success and stay healthy and great. And we love you here on the Bernie and Sid show. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. And, um, Let's, let's enjoy some baseball this season, and hopefully, like I said, the Mets get back healthy. And also, I just want to let you guys know, get ready to do something with the NYPD and um, the mayor, Eric Anthony, Eric Adams, I'm sorry, helping kids with addiction, helping troubled kids throughout the five boroughs. We'll be wow. doing a lot of clinics and camps, and I'll be sharing my story with these guys. So I couldn't get it with one of these teams, but I can get in to help save my life, to continue and share my story to help these young kids who are struggling. Well, oh I can tell God. you this, Dwight Gooden, you never sounded better to me right now. Oh, that's you, great. You sound terrific, and that is a great endeavor, so good luck with that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that so much. All right, Dwight, I'll, I'll call you because I want to get involved in that too, obviously, being uh, in the same boat. So thank you so much. Oh, we love you, pal. Good. Thank you, Dwight. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me. All, All right, right man. There he is, a great no Dwight Gooden. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.